episode of the Jordan High 2004 podcast. I'm Gonzo. And this is Steve. We are coming at you not in the same room. I know. Uh, doing, it, doing everything over the computer, so this has been, it's going to be a fun experience. A remote episode. Steve, how's it going? It's good, you know. Uh, took a quick little trip out to California to see my wife's uh, brother and his family and been able to just kind of play on the beach and just, you know. How's the weather out there? Experiences. It's it's nice. Uh, today it was kind of rainy. Yesterday it was it was cloudy, but it was pleasant. It was you know didn't need a jacket or anything. It was really nice. So, yeah, good vibes. Everything's good. Any fun stories from the from your vacation? While we were at the beach yesterday, my my wife was playing like uh, some kind of scoop catch with her brother, and she was catching it, and the ball just hit her square in the face and like <laughs> pulled out. So. That was kind of funny. Uh, she was totally fine, so that it was funny. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, babe, you're bleeding in your mouth. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> but before I could even take a picture, she had, like, cleaned it all off, so I couldn't even get a picture to document oh, it. It's too quick for me. All right, so that's something funny happened to us the, this last week. Um, Bonnie and I are starting to, like, the weather's getting nice. We're starting to get more motivated to go exercise. So we throw the kids to on the jogging stroller, and we go to the park across the street we jog out there and then we'll let the kids play in the playground and we'll take turns lapping the park and um after a minute the a million rows come out with like a little blue egg that they found and we're like oh shoot that's like a robin egg and i don't know if they lay them in trees and it maybe fell into the grass or i think actually robins or quail it could have been a quail egg but they um lay them on the grass so it's like oh just try to put them back wherever you found it and then we, they had no idea where they found it. And then Bonnie finished their lap, and then she comes up and is like, what the heck? And then sees this little blue egg, and she's like, is that is that even real, or is that fake? So I hold it up, and I just gently tap it. I'm like, ah, you know what? I think it might be fake. You know, it, it, it didn't sound, it sounded hollow. So I said, I'm like, I think it might be fake. And then Bonnie grabs it and squeezes it, and yolk flies everywhere. <laughs> And the girls are like instantly mortified. They're like, no, mommy, you killed the bird. <laughs> oh my gosh. And she gives me this look like, you said it was fake. I'm like, oh, whoops. <laughs> well, now you know what a, a real egg looks like. Well, the, the one thing too, I think a lot of yolk came out. So I don't think it was like a fertilized egg. Like a, there wasn't an embryo or anything in it. So it's like that would have been really traumatic. But it was, we, Oliver got yolk all over his head because he was right next to her. <laughs> oh, man. Or like, the girls were like, Mommy, Ma I can't believe Mommy killed this bird. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Oh, Bonnie. She's a silly goose. <laughs> <laughs> like, why you squeeze it? It's like, you said it was fake. <laughs> That's so uh, funny. So that was the fun thing that happened to us this week. And... Um, this person, obviously, it's the episode title, so we know how we have Richard Carpenter on. He reached out to us an email. He said, "Hey, I'm interested in the podcast. I want to be on." So I'm really excited to, because uh, I don't know anything about Richard. So it's we were friendly in high school, just say hi to each other. Um, but apart from that, I we really weren't close. So I'm excited to see to uh, to hear from him. Yeah. He's one of the first people to reach out and send us an email. So this is, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. So let's see how it goes. 
All right, here we go, our conversation with Richard Carpenter. Richard, welcome. What's up? <laughs> How's everybody doing? We're, I'm doing really good. I'm, you know, it's Steve and I talk about how Sunday nights are beginning to be like our favorite parts of the week because it's nice to catch up with, with someone and it's something that we both look forward to. And so I'm really right. excited to talk to you. <laughs> well, thanks for having me on. You're, you're part of our special episode where we're trying this where I'm not there with Gonzo. I, I wondered how this would be. I'm actually in California right now. Oh. And I wondered how it would be, like, if I'm on a trip or if I'm on a vacation. Because I hated missing last week. And Gonzo did great. hated missing it because I was like, I just want to ask all these questions. And just, I like seeing the people. So, like, this is actually working out pretty good. Hopefully, this is a, is a good solution if we're gone on a weekend or something. But I, I think it's going to be great. And I, I'm happy that you reached out as well and you're someone that I have like only positive memories and experiences with it and we were just saying how I haven't seen you I don't think since yeah. high school and so it's a long time I don't know I think I see the random little things that maybe I've seen on Facebook but I don't know a lot at all of what's happening in your life so I'm really looking forward to just catching up with you and and maybe just to get it started you can kind of give us a, a like just kind of catch us up with where you're at like where you're living what you're doing where you're what sure you're right now yeah Sure. Um, yeah, I, uh, I actually live in Logan. I, uh, right after high school, I pretty much just picked up a job like most people. I didn't really didn't think college was a thing for me. So I didn't even think about college right out of high school. So I, I just picked up a job. I was going to go on a mission, which I ended up going on a mission to uh, Tennessee. Spent most of my time in Kentucky, though. Uh, that was really fun. It was a good time. But yeah, right after then, just moved up to Logan, met my wife, blind date kind of a thing. <laughs> oh, cool. So, and then from there, that's where I've been just here, um, Logan, trying to think of what else. You got a kids? lot of stuff has happened. A lot of, uh, sorry? You got kids? Yeah, I've got actually two girls. That's fine. They're six and five. So yeah, it's that's really interesting. <laughs> we... Uh, so my wife and I, we've been married for 13 years. Uh, we got married in 2008. And so, it, like I said, it's been kind of interesting. Um, we're, unfortunately, we're not able to have kids of our own. Um, so we, we we fostered these two girls and ended up, you know, long-term adopting them. Um, their parents, good people, um, they just got caught in bad situations you know, got caught up in narcotics and drugs and things like that. The father kind of didn't really want anything to do with them. Really sad. Um, but the mother OD'd and passed away. So that was a couple years ago. But even at that, though, yeah, we picked them up. And, you know, they were, I've, I feel like they were ours, you know, from the first day we got them when we fostered them. So, were um, you guys thinking about fostering before? Or did you know this family and kind of the situation Put you forward to say okay let's let's do fostering let's get qualified to do that yeah it's actually it's uh, kind of an interesting backstory my wife her family ha has fostered um children and a lot of people before i think almost 100 kids of their own wow. um, they've adopted a few and so i you know we we talked about it since we found out you know we we struggle to have kids of our own um, biologically so we decided, hey, let, let, let's try the, you know, the fostering. We did that for a couple of years, 
we, we fostered a young boy. He was 14, had some struggles or whatever, but we were able to reunite him with his family and get him on the right path. But then, yeah, we picked up these two girls. We knew it was going to be in our, our path to adopt. That's one of like the screening questions they ask you. You know, are you planning to adopt? A lot of times they just want to, their, their main goal is to reunite with their main family. And in this case, we just, we really lucked out. So, yeah, we were able to adopt them and just, you know, like I said, <laughs> they were one of ours. They are ours from the beginning. It's really cool, really different situation. But, yeah, so that, that's uh, how my girls came about. Um, I actually just recently, on the seventh, I actually just graduated from uh, Utah State. I graduated with the uh, Bachelor's of Science in Human Movement Development, emphasis on physical therapy, and uh, a minor in education, and and Parks and Recreation. So, it's a pretty pretty broad <laughs> thing yeah. I can do, but I can do a lot of what you know with it if I want to. Go on to mm-hmm. athletic training, physical therapy if I feel like it. You know, just wherever it meets me. <laughs> congratulations man that's awesome so you it's just barely a, graduated like like last week yeah yeah it's kind of a f- weird for real moment you know like i said it was nothing that i was expecting i actually started in 2015 my wife just graduated and she got her master's degree in psychology and, and whatnot so that was kind of a big driving force for me i was like yeah hey, let's see if i can do this let's see if i can push myself and challenge myself and <laughs> it happened it worked so i still like fresh you know it's weird still to me like it actually happened you know so yeah you have so much more free time now oh so much more <laughs> yeah i know what that's like and i know i know what it's like to feel like you're the old man in the class too oh um, dude you have no idea yeah. some of, some, of well, the, some of the kids dude they're like 18 19 years old and they're like how old are you and i was yeah. like huh it, I'm like, I, I got my bachelor's. I finished my bachelor's in 2018, so I know yeah. exactly what it's what it's like to be. It's like, well, you know, when my kids do this, and like the other kids in the class are like 20 or whatever, and like see you as an old man, like yeah, I was yeah, the old man in the class. Yeah, there's because my class it, it kind of just followed along with a lot of the people that were there, a lot of the the youngsters I called them. But they all call me grandpa and, and daddy. <laughs> it's kind of weird, but <laughs> it was fun. You know, I, I, can, I can give them fatherly advice and be like, don't do this. That's really yeah, right. You know? <laughs> that's but, yeah, that's kind of where it happened, you know, like high school. And right after, I just kind of did my own thing, you know, disappeared for a while. <laughs> well, tell that's us a little cool. bit about who you were, who you were when you were a kid, when you were in high school. Um, How did you see yourself then? It was different thinking about it when you guys started the podcast is listening to some of the others. I don't know. I, I, I felt like I was a, a, a positive influence. Felt like I was a, a good friend to some people around. I don't know. I wasn't, I felt like I wasn't really like a, a popular kid. I felt like I just kind of knew everybody. Didn't really have like a little groupie, you know, I didn't have anything like that. I participated in a lot of things. I was in, you know, sports, football, wrestling track and field a little bit but and then choir stuff like that but other than that i kind of just sticked with what i did and that was me (laughs) kind of a sense i don't i don't have a lot of different memories about high school i think i just was there (laughs) i mean my memories of you were and and you and i weren't super close right i remember you as being like a positive guy 
and super friendly. So every time that I remember you, you'd be around, you would always have a smile, you were super friendly and very positive. I mean, just when you, I remember when you emailed us to reach out, those were the things that jumped out of me, the memories of you always like saying hi, like with a big old like shining <laughs> smile and just uh, being super friendly to everyone. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> Is that kind of how you saw yourself too? It's just, you knew lots of people, you were very friendly, but maybe not so close with a lot of people? I I would say like, yeah, that's kind of how I was. Um, like I said, I wasn't really like part of a one one group, you know. I think I bounced around quite a bit through a lot of people, talked to a lot of people, you know. I didn't really hang out a whole lot about like outside of school with a lot of people. There was a couple of guys, um, uh, Joe Johnson, I hung up with him for a little bit. I've lost touch with him. There was like uh, RJ Beckstead. I think he was a, a year younger than us. But yeah, there's just a very few people that I actually even hung out with. So <laughs> why do you think that is? I don't know. I didn't really see. I honestly don't know. Uh, I don't know if it was just a like. Um, I don't know. <laughs> was it was it like a conscious choice or just? It sounds like that's just what you did. Did you have any problem with that or no, it was good. That's just how you wanted it and things were great. Just I, doing it where you did it. I think that's just how it was. I mean, I didn't, I don't know. I think thinking back a little bit, I, I kind of wish I was a little bit more outgoing with people, you know, went out to parties and things like that. I just, I think I was just a body there. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't think it, to me, it wasn't anything like, like a depressing thing or anything like that. I was just, I think I was just a friend to everybody, and if I got invited or whatever, you know, it's just what it was. <laughs> but you yeah. felt okay about it. It wasn't like something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. How do you, so if that's kind of how you saw yourself then, how do you fast forward 17, 20 years later, how, how do you see yourself now? How would you describe, like, personality-wise and describe yourself now? Well, I think, uh, like, with a lot of things that are going on, you know, now in the world, you kind of got to be – um, a little bit more outgoing, um, you know, like I re reached out to you guys and things like that. It, you know, I don't think in, in the past I would be able to do that, you know, reach out and say, Hey, hey I'd like to do this kind of a thing. I think my experiences over the years that I've had are as things that have happened to myself, um, and my wife and things like that. We went through a pretty, pretty big dry spell of, um, of us were just really really down um it was about 2012 to about 20 2015 16 that was when really hit us where we, we decided we wanted to have kids we couldn't have kids and then we had a dog she got shot oh, wow. <laughs> just a couple of things like that Jeez. you know miscarriages things like that you know just things you just don't really think about happens and, you know, like I said, it's like one of those for real moments. You just kind of take a step back and look at yourself like, do I let it bother me or am I somebody that's going to be able to push through and, and go forward? But, yeah, we've had some experiences that, you know, like some of these other people on here, you know, that challenge them and make them a better person. Did you so you mentioned like you had miscarriages and you mentioned kind of in the intro that you you've adopted Right. And you fostered children as well. Was that, was that when you first got married, was that part of the plan because her family kind of had done that? Or did that become more of a reality once you realized we're, we're not going to have our own? 
it was it it really like opened my eyes um it wasn't a thought in my head you know everybody's got their ideal thing you know that always you know hey especially for for myself i'd be like okay i'm gonna go on a mission i'll come back marry hot babe come back have some kids you <laughs> get some you know family raise a family everything's happy you know you never hear anything of the you know the negative sides things like that and then once you get to that point you know it wasn't an idea in our head at all but we knew that it was an option we knew that we could be uh, a facilitator for for those that are pretty much either less fortunate or not able to to help their kids or whatever in that situation i think we looked at it like that not necessarily looking to 100 percent adopt but when this opportunity came with the girls we we had the jump on it we were just like yeah let's do it you know we thought about it we contemplated we prayed about it obviously and things like that and it just happened to work out for the best it's pretty cool pretty humbling experience actually <laughs> So would you say, I mean, through that process, was it almost just like a no-brainer? Like, oh yeah, when it presented itself, I I love that, I love that that you were able to just, you know, kind of face with a challenge, and then all of a sudden this opportunity, and you were just you put yourselves in a position where you were able to do that. Yeah, right. Very cool. It also makes me think, you know, as you're talking about your change, that's something that I've noticed too as you become more of an adult that you do have these things in your mind, either if it's that you've gotten from like media, from TV or from things that you've seen or like this idea in your mind of like, this is what my life is going to be. Right. And you know, when the rubber meets the road, like that's, it, it changes. The curveballs life throws at you and the things that actually happen are, are going to be different and working through those and being able to learn to, like turn off that whole, like for example, for me, like my wife and I have been working on our relationship quite a bit. And then for me, it was deprogramming all the things that I had like seen on TV, movies mm -hmm. and things like that, that are just like, all that is always wrong and learning <laughs> to like communicate and work through like conflict and issues has helped, helped us, but it's, it, it was deprogramming for me. It's like what I had in mind of what my life is going to be. It's like, this is what my life is and making the best out of the choices that we have out of the circumstances that we, that we have. And, and I think that's, I don't, we, I found more happiness in that than, um, than just, you know, wishing these things that I had wished, especially when I was a kid and didn't have any idea about anything the future was going to hold. Right. Well, I, I agree uh, wholeheartedly, you know, looking back some of the experiences and things like that you know you're you're in high school you're, you're 16 18 years old you think you're on top of the world you think you know everything you think you're ready for the world it, it comes in a heartbeat and you're you're just you're not you're not ready you're naive and today i i still feel like man you know i was i was fortunate and blessed in my situation where i was at listen to some of these other podcasts and you know uh, like like the Perus, I, I had no idea about John, and you know I knew of him. I knew he was a good guy. I you know some of these others too, like Zach. I know Zach quite a well from elementary and all that forward, and he's a good guy. Um, you know just everything, the Copelands, everybody else, Raffy. I knew everybody. I knew him. You know I knew everybody in these little little aspects, and they start talking about little experiences and little things that you know I vaguely remember. Cause I, you know, like I said, I wasn't 
part of a whole group wholeheartedly. I was always bouncing around to everybody. But so, yeah, it was quite a quite a cool experience. So Richard, let me sum, sum up. So as a kid, you kind of saw yourself maybe had had a harder time making closer relationships. Mm -hmm. But as an adult, you've learned to put yourself out there more. You've learned like personal growth through the experiences that you've had struggles maybe with infertility and then the taking like taking chances taking opportunities with this fostering what other what other thing do you think it's a lesson that you've learned it's just like as a as an adult now i know this um what are some of those lessons i think as an adult now i have actually like like i said stepped out of my comfort zone i just kind of let things you know go off by the wayside with myself i've i've learned that i need to not just challenge myself but really go out there and see what I can accomplish on my own you know even with support for my wife and things like that with school you know with the fostering things like that it's just uh, things that come at you and I've learned that I need to take it on with full head of steam which way it goes left or right whatever but go with the flow I have also learned not to you know focus so much on the negative when I was in that phase, like I said, those three to four years or whatever I was, it was always like, why is this happening to us kind of a thing? What, you know, we're not bad people, but are we really, you know, you start questioning things and then you get in your mind that it's just, it's a spiral. It, it, yeah. it really is. I think the biggest thing that I've learned over the years is as the human being, we are very capable of a lot of things. And then when you, you, you put your mind to it. We are powerful people. We are powerful, powerful things. We all have different skill sets. We all have different things. And that's why I think also that um, some people are meant to be in your life for a reason. You know, they help you out for a specific thing because you may be giving them something that you, you have no idea. You, you have some strengths that they don't. People are put in your paths for a reason. And is whether or not you recognize that and being able to, you know, go forward in your life and take advantage of those situations. I always say to myself, recently anyway, if there has been a challenge, if there is a challenge, like I said, the, the take a full head of steam, push your limits, essentially. I love that. I love that mentality because you can't, you can't control what comes at you, but you can control how you handle it and what you do. Exactly. With it. Yep. That's great. And I can relate. I feel I feel the same way. I, I tend to just, you know, tackle things. Some, sometimes sometimes it can be negative because it's like, I don't know, I, I need to communicate it first. But it's sometimes if I see an obstacle, I tend to just like want to tackle it. But, <laughs> oh, that's well, awesome. Well. Is there something that you've that you're passionate about, something you've gotten into? Um, my wife and I, we... I like to work with my hands quite a bit. I've learned over the years, I'm a, I'm a hands-on learner. You put me in front of a book, I will not read it. <laughs> I will not look at it. I would be like, you know what, just give it to me. I will figure it out. I'm a tinker. But I, I've built quite a few things, bunk beds for my girls and slides and, you know, playhouses, things like that. I've done a lot of building with my dad and my father-in-law with his house up in, in Bear Lake. Mechanic, I do lots of mechanic work, cars, 
anything like that. Right now I'm converting my, we actually bought a cargo trailer for, um, to convert it over to a travel trailer, toy hauler. But one thing that my wife and I are passionate about, we love being outdoors. And so we have a side by side. And so we go up in the mountains a lot and just go ride. And that's our, that's our freedom. That's our joy. Um, as a family, creating those experiences and whatnot. Cool. And up in Logan, you have like tons of trails. Really oh, close. oh yeah. There's trails. I mean, you can go from Logan, right where we're at we're in, in Hiram, actually, you can go up Blacksmith Fort Canyon and you can take a lot of trails that fork off left and right, go clear up to Bear Lake if you wanted to all over the place. So it's, it's been quite an adventure that way. And I didn't think about it. You know, I'd always been like, you know, like I said, you get that mentality, you know, I'm just going to get married. This is what our life's going to be like, but you don't, you don't find the things that you're going to love at all until you push yourself until you put yourself out there. Do your, do your girls love going out and doing that too? Oh yeah. They, they love it. They, we usually when we're out there, um, you know, you see deer, you see a lot of things like that. Moose, they just love being outdoors. They, they love it. They love the mountains. My one girl's like, we, we, we got to see reindeer, you know, we got to see, <laughs> we're, we're heading up in the mountains. I know Santa's like, he's got to be living up North, you know, North pole. He's got to be there. I'm like, sure. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> so. I, just, I can see in my mind, just like two, like a five and six year old girl, just like so happy to get on the side by side and be out there. Like daddy's taking us out yeah. to go up. I think that's it's awesome. it's quite fun. It, it is, and you know, I I had to spoil myself. My wife and I, we, you know, we, it, it's kind of it, we got a little bit more expensive side by side. It's a, a Can-Am Maverick, but anyway, it's a X3 Max Turbo. You know, I had to get my toy <laughs> yeah. so I can spoil myself. But no, we've we've had a blast with it. <laughs> <laughs> it. It's been quite fun. Um, I think one of the challenges too is uh, thinking about it. Uh, our one daughter, um, she's got uh, cerebral palsy um, and microcephaly. I don't know. Do you guys know what that is at all? But, Tell us a little uh, bit about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, her 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 skull fused earlier when she was a kid, uh, baby. Anyway, um, probably due to the the uh, narcotics and drugs of the the mother and father. But yeah. But that's been a, a huge challenge, um, having a daughter with a disability and the things that obstacles that we've had to jump through. But just seeing the the happiness that she's had over the last few years that we've we've had them um, from when we first got her, man, it's it's quite a quite a thing to see, you know, just seeing her develop and whatnot. But like I said, challenge. But whether or not you take it forward, take it backwards, whatever you want to do, but you know, you got to head it on. You know, you got to head of steam you got to take it on like a champ <laughs> no, something you said and is like you you get to choose it you can choose to see the positive rather than the negative and i feel like as as we've been getting older i the saying i keep thinking of is like you find what you're looking for right you know like if you're looking for man this freaking sucks you're gonna find things that bring you down and yeah you can find reasons why you're sad but the flip side is also true you're like, man, you know what? We got these challenges, but look at all these scenes that we are blessed with. And you can find, you know, you call it blessing, you call it the hand of the Lord, whatever it may be. You're going to find those things in your life if you're looking for them. And I, I think that you're just providing like lots of great examples of that. And I, I love that you have these girls. I love that these girls had a situation that they were in and are now able to be with you 
and have a dad and a mom that love them and take care of them and put aside the challenges. Like there's, there's challenges, sure, but put those aside and just love them and make yeah. them feel loved and they're in a family. And I love you for that, that you're providing for these girls a life that they would not have had otherwise. So and thanks on, for on the other that. hand too, uh, you have them and them being in your family are bringing you and your wife all this joy. Um, yeah. And just like you're saying, like lighting up scenes, like seeing her, them develop, seeing them grow brings brings joy to your, to your life. Oh yeah. Like I said, it's, it's hindsight, you know, um, it's just a lot of things, like I said, you don't, you're not prepared for at all. When you're younger, you're, you're on top of the world, you know, you're naive. That's what it is. But when life experiences happen to you, it can change you for the better or the worse. And it's depending on how your outlook on it, you know, challenge me. <laughs> That's why we're here, right? Yeah. Face some sort of challenge to move on and see what we can do and see how we can improve or whatever the case is. Awesome. <laughs> you, uh, do you have any, any beef you want to hash out with anybody? Anything that you Dude, I don't know, man. put out there? <laughs> I don't know, man. It was it's kind of interesting, actually. I don't I don't really have a lot of beef. There's a lot of times that I knew I was, was like frustrated with some people, but like I just I'm one of those people like I don't hold grudges. I I just there's no point, you know. You're just gonna piss yourself off more. You're gonna you know. There's I just look at it. There's no sense. What about backwards beef, like? Someone that you think might have beef with you and you want to say, hey, sorry about Dude, that. Dude, bring it on, you know. <laughs> Let me know, like, for real. Like, if I if I did something, I, I would like to either rectify that. I want to be able to, hey, you know, I was dumb. You know, let me know. If I somebody's got beef with me, dude. Send us a voice memo. If you got, Do it. If you got Do it. Send us a voice memo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, I had actually, I'm trying to think of his name. Do you guys remember, uh, I want to say it was Brian Hartwell. Uh, yeah, I know. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually got in a fight with Pierce Robertson in middle school, and I completely forgot about it. And, Pierce will be on know, next week. Oh, hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I completely forgot about this fight, and apparently, I don't know what it was over. But I just remember, like, I was, I was pissed. But then I, I just remember, like, it was over. And then I think I just walked away from the fight. I don't remember the whole details. Brian actually emailed me, somehow got my email. I think it was through Facebook. He emailed me and he's like, you know what? You changed my life that day. This was back in ninth grade. He said, you changed my life. You walked away from that fight. And I realized that right then and there that you're a good person and I wanted to be like you. You know, Brian was pretty popular dude, I thought, you know. But yeah, I, I was like, wow, you know, I was like, <laughs> you know 20 years later or whatever and hearing that from ninth grade that's a vague memory i had that i impacted somebody from just yeah. walking away just letting it go you know so that was that was actually kind of a cool experience that i just recently had with somebody that is in my past from school yeah and whatnot, you never know but... what's what what you did is either for good or bad is going to stick with someone right right yeah, right that's, that's crazy. and so that that was kind of a humbling experience like oh i you know cool <laughs> it's like i said i had i don't remember what we were fighting about i just remember that it was something stupid <laughs> yeah <laughs> obviously but whatever <laughs> we'll find out from uh, maybe pierce will will remember the deets next uh, yeah next week. <laughs> yeah for real <laughs> 
Bring it on, Pierce. Bring it on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, Logan isn't far from wherever you are. You can drive up and finish <laughs> off. Right? I, think he's, I think he's down in Cedar City. I think. Oh, that, that, that would be far. That's a me halfway in Salt Lake. Yeah. <laughs> we'll mute it. We can meet at my house and I'll smoke us some brisket or something. Ooh, that sounds good. Hash that sounds good. Hash it out over literal beef. I've got my culinary degree too, so I, I could I could come do that for you too. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. I like I said, challenge myself. I've done a lot of things that I didn't think I could. You know, college was one of them. Mission, I didn't think you know it was possible for me. There's just a lot of things that you know you just don't think you're capable of until you challenge yourself. Do you have um, something you want to promote? Home business or something? No, I, I, I think the biggest thing that's being lost in translation right now, a lot of people spending time with your family, you, you don't know the time left, I guess you can say. And it could be depressing for some, but you know, you, you don't know the time with all the media, the influence you have now, TV, music, you know, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, you know, a lot of the media out there it can be very, very harmful. Spend time with the ones you love. Because like I said, you don't, you don't know. I agree. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for that. I think that's great. Well, thanks, Richard. And thanks for reaching out. Thanks for being on. I got to say, you're, you're looking great. You're Dude. looking like, um, was it Chris Old. Evans? Like, you're <laughs> looking like Captain America. <laughs> oh, I can do that. I mean, yeah. with my shirt, dude, I've got, here, I'll stand up. I'll show you my shirt. I've got, it's Bigfoot with. <laughs> Carrying an American flag. American yes. flag. Like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, dude, it's. Like well, I, I said, just want to let you know, you're looking I, really handsome. This is the. Well, thanks, so. guys. You guys look great, too. Like, oh, it's, like I said, it's a weird moment. You guys don't look like you changed at all. Like, just hearing the, the conversations, whatnot. You guys have, you say to your crazy silly selves i mean steve you've you're a dentist right you, you've you've grown up i've i had to grow up quite a bit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know gonzo you know i it's crazy just the the, the differences you know just a couple of years makes some people but seeing you guys i have nothing but great memories about you guys you guys are always outgoing and you guys are always like friendly and whatnot you know but listen to your you're actually uh, special editions of your po podcast, you know, like I said, a lot of things you get put on the back burner and you don't notice what's going on in people's lives. You know, you might be that influence like you guys were and some other people were in their, in their lives. It's just, you never know. You never know. You never know. I think that's a good lesson to learn. And, and, uh, I just, I appreciate you coming on and sharing the things you shared. I, I didn't know any of those things that you told us. Like I said, I haven't talked to you for since 2004 i think and so yeah um it's it's been eye-opening for me and i think that you i've learned a lot of good lessons and so thank you for taking the time and reaching out and i i hope that now that you're done with school you find your next thing you get to work on and challenge yourself you know so just just keep it up you're doing great well thank you thank you guys and also spreading out spreading out the uh, fostering you know if you have the uh, the ability and you think you have the the room in your heart the the possibility to do it to that it's something that's a great service and it's a great service for the the people you foster and it it'll it's a great joy for you to do as well right oh yeah yeah a lot of people get caught up in the you know the moment the, they get caught up with um the money kind of aspect of it 
but it, it you know it, it's not about that it's about improving these kids lives you know for the better i know there's a few others that have you know that have done foster care and it's a long process but it's definitely worth it the blessings that come out of it the the happiness that you see not only for yourself but others you know bringing joy to them it's 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 kind of cool it's kind of a, like i said a sort of for real experience that i would do again if needs be I yeah that, that speaks a lot to your character and that's why this has just been really enjoyable i could talk to you all night probably probably i mean i got i work graveyards so it's fine let's do this <laughs> we'll be able to do a part two episode, you know, later on. Maybe, maybe we could do that. Okay, yeah, well, thanks a lot, Richard. Thank we you. really appreciate it. Not a problem. Thanks for having me on, guys. And I challenge anybody get on here. <laughs> I don't know uh, anybody, honestly. Like I said, I, I don't know. There's just a lot of people that, that I knew, and our little, you know, like our clicks or whatever. Like, like I said, I just bounced around. But anybody, like, get on. It's not a bad experience challenge yourself it's not that it. scary no no you're, you're on a camera you know i don't smell you you're fine you know it's fine. yeah very cool that hope everyone takes you up on your challenge but we yeah. will talk to anybody everybody zero judgment on our end we just want to learn from you everybody right sure. well, well thanks cool. richard yeah. um not a problem you have a good night give a kiss to your girls and oh yeah we'll, we'll talk soon all right thanks guys Take care. Steve, we just got done talking to Richard. What are your thoughts? Man, I, you know, I loved it. I loved that conversation because I remember him kind of like you described, like he was a nice guy in high school. We had a couple of classes together. Occasionally we would be hanging out at the same place, but I wasn't really close with him. Uh, I wasn't expecting a lot of the things that he was talking about. I, I loved his story about adopting or yeah, fostering and then adopting these girls. And, you know, again, I say this a lot, like we, people can't see his face, but he just was happy yeah. talking about these girls. And I love that you brought up, you know, not only was he a blessing in their life, like they had these parents that aren't taking care of, but now those girls provided him and his wife with children that they can now raise and be a part of a family. And, um, and the love they had to give, you know, you could say like instantly he said they were ours, you know, and it's like mm -hmm. they, they have this love to give and also the, their hearts were open to receive that love too. So it's, you know, he was so happy to, to have them. So it, it was great. And that's, I was, I'm so surprised too, because we had no idea what we would get out of Richard. We've had zero contact with him since high school. So it's really refreshing to see how he's grown and changed because I do remember him being super fr super friendly, but it's like he's he's different now. He you can tell that he's grown, he's matured so much, and the experiences that he's gone through, and just like he was saying, a head full of steam. You know, he's he's tackling life. So it was uh, it was really nice. It was nice to hear from him. I think I I I don't know if I could pick a favorite part. Uh, because I actually really liked all the things because he talked about his wife got her master's and so he said you know what I'm going to go to school so he yeah. decided as an older guy and you know this too like yeah I'm going to go back to school or you know give it a shot and that was not something he thought he could do but then at the end he says I also got my culinary degree and it's like oh, he, actually, yeah, I was like, Dang. he actually reaches out and like he he sees something he wants to do and he challenges himself and he just goes and freaking does it yeah he's put himself out there and yeah and that's changed yeah.
And maybe the leaving, it's kind of combined with how much he seemed to really enjoy his daughters and, and his wife. He spoke very warmly about them. Was when you asked him, like, what he's passionate about and what he wants to share, or if you you asked him what he wanted to promote, and he just said, "Spend time with your family." It's, it's, yeah, spend time with your. Life. I love that because you know what, man. Sometimes we just get caught up in, "Hey, I got this business, or I got this, you know, this organization, or this thing I want you to do." And he's just like, "Spend time with your family. Take them out. Just whatever it may be, whatever interest your family has, do those things." And I think it's easy to forget that kind of like uh, John alluded to, like giving your best to the people in the walls of your own home. Yeah. yeah. So I appreciate that reminder. No, it was great. If you'd like to be on the podcast, send us an email, jordanhigh2004podcast at gmail.com. You can listen on Spotify, Apple, and Google. And uh, we set up, we have that Instagram up and running now. So follow us on Instagram. We're jhs2004podcast on Instagram. And this has been another episode of the Jordan High 2004 podcast. We have a voice memo. Um, so here's a voice memo from Pierce. Enjoy. I remember in high school, during my senior year, I was with Brady Levitt. And we were at this other school performing both a cappella and madrigals. And after our a cappella performance, we went back into the choir room of this other school and where we had our uniforms hung up. And I remember we had to change out into our magical shirts, which meant just basically changing, you know, the shirt. And I remember that they had this like half wall or they had this like a uh, bulletin board that like only went up to about, to about halfway up the chest and it covered everything down. And I remember we took it upon ourselves to be like, oh, let's hurry and change our shirts behind this bolted board or this half wall or whatever it was. So we could be behind this half wall and change our shirts. And as soon as we had taken our shirts off and we were getting ready to put the new shirts on, we hear the choir door open up. And in walks like three of the females of our magicals choir in their dresses. And they're just kind of, you know, walk in the room, take a look or go get their stuff or I don't know what they were doing. And... I believe the one <laughs> I believe the one that actually talked to us was Debbie Reed and I remember the three of them just kind of slowly turned and like looked at us and the best we could do was just kind of like freeze in place and hopefully they didn't see us like I don't know like some sort of reaction to like a T-Rex from Jurassic Park or something but I remember we just kind of like froze in place and decided just not to move and the three of them just slowly turned their heads and looked at us and I remember Debbie being like what are you guys doing back there? And we were like, uh, you know, we're just changing our, our choir shirts. And <laughs> she was like, okay, well, the bathrooms are just around the corner, you know? And then with that, they kind of like chuckled and then turned around, walked out of the room. And Brady and I just, the best we could do was just shrug and just continue changing. But I remember that being like one of the most like hilarious but awkward experiences I had inside choir during my senior year of high school. So again, Brady, I'm sorry I had to include you in the story, but I found it hilarious seeing how it goes with the other story you had with a clothing mishap. So I apologize, but anyways, so that's my story.